Okay, everyone, I am back. Um, I have my drink here. Um, I'm playing music in the background um, for my October playlist because I was told that talking to yourself is a little too awkward. Um, and it is, but I have like fully no roommates who want to be on my episode tonight, so I'm just gonna record it anyway and just play my playlist. Some people, I actually had a couple friends ask me to like give music recs on here, um, but uh, please just like go on my Spotify instead because that sounds like like way too much fucking work. Anyway, since my roommates didn't want to necessarily be on this episode, I am forcing my foster kittens to be on this episode. So they're in here with the bathroom with me, listening, thinking they're currently being like, what the hell is human doing right now? Anyway, um, today, um, I'll probably record an episode tomorrow, um, tomorrow for a Halloween little thing with the roommates, um, we're doing, like, um, we're drinking and then doing SNL, obviously. John Mulaney will be on, which hopefully means Pete Davidson will get a lot of airtime. And that's the fucking dream is John Mulaney and Pete Davidson, like, like Eiffel Towering me. Uh, but that's unrelated. Um, anyway, let me take a sip. So, I'll probably do an episode tomorrow, but <laughs> I don't think anyone's actually listening to these. But, you know, it's some good practice for, like, stand-up. Um, so, like, when I, I was a teen for a few years, if you remember. Um, some of you might have been there for that. But a lot of us, like, watched Amanda Bynes, like, shows and movies. Like, What a Girl Wants, which I actually cannot watch because it started to bring back retre- re- repressed childhood memories. So I fully can't watch that. And you know, on something we'll have to move on from. Anyway, I thought I would do today's episode. I'm thinking, I had someone, one of my roommates actually earlier told me, um, cause we were high earlier. She was like, you need to do like a whole YouTube video on this, on this theory. Um, apparently I sounded like a film major, though I'm fully not film major. Um, so anyway, I'm gonna, this is my, um, how Amanda Bynes predicted the future, thus leading her to going back shit crazy and dropping off the face of this earth. Um, in this essay, I will. So first I would like to start off with what a girl wants. Um, she's a military brat. Uh, she loves America. Um, America KKK. Um, her dad is a Republican, probably probably a whole like family of trumpets. Uh, destined to marry the fish boy that she's known since high school, you know, the kind of guys you see on Tinder. Um, but, like, mostly because she's never experienced any other dick. Um, so they're probably having very mediocre, like, missionary sex. Um, and she's probably the kind of girl that, like, bullied you in high school. Um, and to be fair, I do have a disclaimer here, is that I haven't really watched that movie in a while, and I fully don't remember it, but I was just kind of going off of, like, um, the Google images that came up. Uh, next, oh, I hear we're on some Machine Gun Kelly next on this playlist. Uh, I love Machine Gun Kelly. Currently dating Megan Fox, and Megan Fox is the first woman who had me questioning my sexuality and is the reason why I'm bi today. Um, anyway, so next I would say for the movie is Big Fat Liar, where, like, Amanda Bynes, like, her character kind of realizes 
that the rich are like pieces of shit and how like she's like oh 40 percent of billionaires are actually inherited money instead and have to exploit the working class to make their money so she was like i'm gonna fuck with them and they fully like fuck with the one billionaire in the movie and um i've actually sorry i'm changing the song some yg right here um i don't know if you know this but yg was the first one not the first one of the the first concert i went to is beach boys but one of the first like concerts i went to was yg and absolutely the worst concert i've ever been to and i heard he's gotten a lot better like through the years but oh distraught after my experience anyway back to amanda Bynes. here i am here I am, back to Amanda Bynes. Okay, so Easy A, she plays like this little quote-unquote sweet Christian girl who bullies the whore at school. She doesn't believe in premarital sex. And then you find out that her boyfriend is a Chad that even though she believes he's a virgin the whole time, she doesn't realize he's, that you actually can't repress someone's sexuality that much. And he's been fucking the principal's uh, like wife and now has an STI. Um sucks but like also been there buddy like my mormon boyfriend but that's like another story um anyway and she's the man amanda Bynes has experiences living life as a different gender um basically she wants to prove that women are as capable as men uh she begins to accept gender identities and fluidity um and starts to grow compassion for the lgbtq plus community uh, she begins to question the political stances her parents introduced to her as a child because, you know, she grew up in, like, her mom wanted her to be, like, the debutante, debutante, whatever the, sorry, that was probably a bad thing to say on here. Um, <laughs> like, those, I, those, I truly, I think that's a very southern thing because I was never invited. Maybe it was just because I was an ugly kid. I was never invited to be one of those debutante. Anyway. Uh, nobody can even tell that she's not, like, a fellow bro, but when they do, they, like, accept her in the end. Um, sorry, spoilers. Um, and I feel like it's a huge lesson for LGBTQ parents around the world, including my own. I am bisexual, and please just accept me already, but anyway, back to Amanda Bynes. Uh, hairspray. So this, like, I feel like is the, is, like, where she starts breaking free. You know, a lot of us, like, during quarantine. Like, this is her can't-be-tamed Miley Cyrus moment. Like, the JoJo Siwa uploading a video of her with her hair down. She's getting tired of societal norms. And she's like, maybe the norm isn't actually that fun. And maybe, like, standing out and, like, being against, like, what's normal is cooler than, like, blending in. And then, oh, this is a really good song. It's by Dua Lipa and Baby. It's a new one. Anyway, uh, Baby is hot but anyway okay so sydney white this is like this is such a good one she tries to fit in with the rest of the elite republican white people which is all the kappa sorority girls obviously and she realizes they are like the republicans they're all garbage right and she moves in with the dorks which is the liberals and she wins the presidential election of the college by bringing together the campus's students of all backgrounds and hobbies and an argument ensues, but the liberals win the end. It's like she literally, she doesn't, everyone's like, you're not going to win. And literally, um, they have a whole thing in their posters, like power to the fifth or power to the fourth, one of the numbers. And um, it's a fist going upward. And it's like, tell me that not that wasn't like them trying to allude to like the Black Lives Matter fist. Like it's them trying to show like, 
if you can bring together all kinds of different people, you can pull, like, you can make things happen that are, like, that are seemingly impossible. And she doesn't think that, you know, winning is possible. Like, she's going up against Kappas, you know, your fucking Beckys and your Megans. Anyway, Robots 2, um, TBH, to be completely honest, TBCH, I haven't seen this one either, but I'm going to judge from the title, which could be taking a shot in the dark here, but it's about robots, like, taking over the world, kind of like King Kong vibes, like, uh, basically a Walmart version of WALL-E, and, like, to be honest, today we have robots doing surgery, like, on grapes and, like, bananas and shit, um, Think about how much robots could be capable of. Like, my vibrator is battery-powered and already gets me off at a rate, like, exponentially higher than any man ever has. Um, So I feel like with robots, like, a a battery-powered things, like, the fucking possibilities are endless. Like, they're already doing more than, like, the average, like, straight man can. So, basically, like, the end of my story here, we've gone to, like, nine minutes. So, if you're listening to this whole thing, like, I'm sorry you've listened to my voice this long. But, anyway, moral of the story is that the more Amanda Bynes learns about politics, or, like, the more she did learn growing up, it's, like, she's ashamed. She she tries lean for the first time, maybe, does, like, a couple lines of coke. Um, she instantly starts trying crack cocaine. It's a little bit cheaper, but also gives you the same kind of high, like my mom would agree with. Um, she's forced into rehab because her family's like, why the fuck are you doing this, Amanda? They just don't understand her. Um, she's kind of like, for her own well-being, drops off the face of the earth. So she finishes filming Robots 2, and she never does another movie again because she's like, yeah, fuck this world, like... She knew 2020 was coming from, like, 17 miles away, at least. Like, she was, like, the psychic of 2020. She said, good luck. Like, this is all gonna be a shit show. And that sounded like a fart, but I swear to God, it was a motorcycle in the background. So, anyway, um, that's my whole, my senior thesis on Amanda Bynes and how she quite possibly is the most informed woman of her generation. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, friends. And I'm going to clock off for now. Uh, DQ Saul's out.